Welcome to Nothing Is OB South Texas Golf Podcast, episode number 34. As usual, I'm your host, Andy Torres. I have two of my four bros that have stepped up to the plate to fill in for a guest that was not able to make it. I'm so thankful for Jeremy Warford and Jeremiah Sierra from the Four Bros Group. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Nothing Is OB Golf Podcast. I'm here with a couple of my four bros here. I got Jeremy Warford right there. I got Jeremiah Sierra. What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing, guys? Andy? Oh, man. Thanks for being on the show tonight, guys. I appreciate it. Jeremy, I have to say, dude, you look so relaxed right now, dude. I've never seen you like that relaxed. Brother, I am sitting in my home office. That's my kid's desk behind me. But I have one drawer out on my desk so I can prop my feet up on it. And I am just kicked back here. And I'm wearing my rock star Lisa Frank. <laughs> pajama pants <laughs> you know well good dude hey, good I, i've always wanted to see you just in a relaxed state you know <laughs> and i try my hardest to relax all the time it just never happens jeremiah how you doing tonight man i'm doing good man i'm doing good all i want to know is who canceled on you that you had to have me that's all i want to know <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they know they know who they are. Hopefully, they know who they are. I don't want to. I mean, I know nothing is OB, but you know, I'm hoping to have them on the show. You know, later on, so I want to make sure I, I keep that uh, keep that on the DL. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, Four Bros is one of the groups that uh, that we belong to on Facebook. Our boy Odie uh, started it up. So uh, tell me, how did y'all meet up with Odie? Because uh, I know y'all met at different times. So tell me, Jeremy, yeah. how, tell me your first experience of meeting O-Dog. Me first? Yeah. Fine. So uh, it was through the Dude Where's My Park group. And uh, I joined the Texas chapter. And I, I've known Gordon. I mean, y'all know Gordo. Yeah, Gordo. Uh, I've known him God, 11 or 12 years now. And I just see a picture of him with this dude out at GCT and I'm like, Hey, I know you. So, you know, it, long story short, I talked to Gordon and then ended up getting in touch with Odie. Slowly. Slowly. <laughs> I saw that, you know, but, uh, man, that, that's how I met, you know, my, my best friend you know, It's through golf. That's a it's a good barrier. It's a good bringer of people. Uh, that's how that's how I met my uh, my normal regular two man partner right here, uh, Jeremiah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so tell me, Jeremiah, how did you meet Odog? Oh man, so I met Odie at GCT. So I was a member there, and I was going on the second hole, and I see this dude walking with his cart, right, and he stops and he's like. Hey, just go ahead. I'm trying to learn. Go ahead. And I'm like, man, I don't have, I have all the time in the world. Let's go together. And we're and he's walking and he's like, well, I'm trying to walk to lose some weight. And I'm like, hey, are you sure you don't want to ride, man? Well, he's like, no, no, I'm good. So by the fifth hole, he starts looking. Those legs are wobbling, man. And he's like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, man, you're, you're, you're saying no, but your eyes are telling me yes. Uh, and then he hit that ball. Next thing you know, he's like, "Hey, uh, can, do you mind if I ride with you the rest of the way?" I'm like, "Come on in." Man. And ever since that day, you know, we've been great, great best friends since then, man. And uh, just been killing the ball ever since. I met Odie. Same thing, Jeremy. Through Dude, where's my par? Uh, the Texas chapter, and. Uh, He's like, hey, man, come on out. I got a good group of guys. And sure enough, you know, I meet him at GCT. And this dude is like such a like such a bringer of, of people, you know, like uh, you can you can just tell, you know, some people give off that that shitty aura or that that bad those bad vibes. Right. Yeah. Like Odie doesn't have those around him. You know, he doesn't have those bad vibes around him. And uh, I'm playing with him. I'm playing with uh with Ray Ray, and uh, you know it was it was pretty interesting, right? Because normally I'm like I play with I play with my guys from I play with Jake, you know, one of another one of our four, four bros, one of my best friends. I play with the guys from the church, from the school, and then I play with my Sunday leagues, and 
it was just a different group of people, you know. Um, it was really Ray that kind of I, I had to ride with Ray. I was hoping to ride with Odie. I'm like, hey, I'm the new guy, you know, so I'm gonna ride with Odie. Odie's like, nah, man, you're riding with Ray, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, Ray's got a big ass ice chest, and you know, he's down to have fun. And I'm like, man, I, I can't have fun like that, you know. And so, uh, the first thing Ray says is that I smell white women. I smell white women. And I was like this, like, what do you mean? I was like, what do you white, I'm over here, what do you white women smell like, right? And uh, they smell like sun, sun, sunscreen. And I was like, damn, you're right. I was like, that's good. I'm going to use that one. I'm going to use that one. <laughs> oh, Ray, Ray. And so, uh, uh, and obviously Jeremy and Jeremiah, that's, that's who I met you through, is through Odie. And uh, I'm glad he started the, the four bros. I mean, I know we've only grown, um, but I want you to tell me a couple of, tell, tell me a little bit about some of the original guys that I have never met before. I know there's one guy, um, I think his name is, is, is his name Ryan? I think, or the one that oh, moved. Ryan, Ryan yeah. Uh, Beckham. Yeah, man. Uh, same thing. You know, dude, where's my par? Whenever uh, we had the, uh, dude, where's my par Texas open. That's actually where I met Jeremiah at <coughs> first round of golf <clears throat> that I ever played with him was at the dude, where's my par Texas yeah. open and, uh, Ryan and his dad, you know, I mean, uh, came out there and just had a blast, dude, you know, and Ryan, Ryan's a good kid, man. He's in college right now out in Waco, you know, going to go, uh, do good things in life. So, but good kid, loving the pieces. All right, Jeremiah, who have you bought who have you brought into the group? Uh I have I don't think anybody. Well <laughs> I have my cousin on there and some uh other guy named Jacob, but they haven't played on the group yet. But I guess we always said our initiation to get on the group. We gotta golf with you, we gotta drink with you. And if you seem good after those 18 rounds, hey, you're in. But if you're an asshole, you got to get out, man. Like, we, we're, not, we're not giving you another invite. Okay. So the thing is, I was, I was pretty surprised by my boy Jacob because he went out there to, I think, what was it, a Riverbend, right? right? Yeah, yeah. He went out to Riverbend to go play with y'all. And uh, I was pretty proud of him because he's really like – he, he, he's like a shy guy. And he doesn't really, but like once he gets to know you, you know, you wish he was still that shy, that shy <laughs> motherfucker, you know. And yeah. and I was I was really concerned. I said, man, these guys are going to give him the business. But at the same time, I'm like, good. He needs it. He needs the venture out. You know, he needs it. He doesn't need me there to protect them. And then, sure enough, I think y'all had like the longest round ever because oh of, because of the storm. That round sucked. Oh my god! I, I, I think we always have the longest round ever. <laughs> that is true, man. But no, like that round, man. That storm came through. I there were like two or three greens where I chipped over puddles instead of putting. Yeah, I I was a little scared. I didn't want to take a divot or a chunk out of the dang green, but you know, I, I may have scolded one or two trying to do it. Well, yeah, because isn't that isn't that one of your courses, right? That's one of the courses the you belong. You're a member there. Yeah, yeah, Riverbend and then Pleasanton. Yeah, I, I really like Riverbend. It's a pretty nice little course. I I haven't been there except for that one time that we played there. You, me, Odie, and uh, oh, Texas Colin. Golfer. Yeah, yeah and Colin. Colin. And so yeah. I I I could tell like how good of a course that it was shaping up to be, and I'm super looking forward to playing there again. How how is it looking right now? Man, it is in just immaculate shape. They finally were able to roll the greens to pack them down a little bit. Uh, I mean, you can still get them to stick, but, you know, uh, let's see here. I guess it was in December 2018, January 2019, uh, whenever I first started playing the golf again. I didn't hit a golf ball for almost seven years and then just randomly picked it up. Um, but we went out there, and, I mean, it was a goat ranch. I mean, you know, there were dead spots and, you know, like the cracked ground it, that was on the greens. I mean, it was just terrible shape. And then they ended up, uh, turning it around doing a full one eighty. 
know, but it, it's come a long way. Well, I really, I really liked it. It has a really good layout, really challenging. And um, so tell me, guys, leading up to what's your favorite course in town that you've played here? Uh, Jeremiah. My favorite course in town, I have to say, I like Outstation. That's because it's open. It has a fairway. Fairway. <laughs> um, but I usually shoot pretty good there. That's because, you know, it's kind of wide open and has, you know, a fairway. But if it's another one, I would say Willow Springs because, again, fairway. Fairway. <laughs> hey, but, but Willow, a, a good amount of times, Willow, there's some holes that it, it makes it a little bit tough there. I mean, yeah, she, you know, I always go like, all right, if I get through the first and second hole, I'm good, man. Or even the second hole, if I get a bogey or double bogey on that second hole, hey. I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> well, shoot, yeah. Well, the first hole, I mean, you're dead left, you know, at least right. If you shake it right. And normally yeah. when I do shake, it's it's right. So at least you're going on to, what is it, number 10, right? You're on yeah, hole number 10. 10. And then on hole two, that long par five, that dogs around to the right. Uh, you're right. I think, hey, bogey, I, if I made bogey on that hole, I feel good. Yeah, definitely. After that, it's pretty, pretty good there. Well, I still to this day have not played out station. I have oh, not. Goodness. I have yeah. not played. Yes, I have not. And so uh, I'm waiting for y'all to take me out there. We'll have to make that happen. It's Hell a good yeah. Course. I I hear nothing but good things about it. So Jeremy, uh, favorite course in town? Uh, ooh, that's tough. I'm I'm a huge uh, Palmer course fan. Uh, hands down, my my favorite public course out here is the Palmer course out of La Cantera. Yeah, those, that's, a good, that's a good track, man. I think uh, it's super challenging, you know, with uh, some of the tee shots and uh, I guess the elevations and stuff, but it's super scenic. Yeah, you know, and uh, I absolutely hate number 18 with a passion. That it's is the such, one where they have that. Tough, yeah. That's a 45-degree downslope. The reason I hate it because my miss is always right. You know, I, I'm a, I'm, I always hit a draw. Yeah. Well, you can't put the cart on the cart on the fairway on number 18. And I'm always off on the right side. So I always have to walk and I'm having to walk down. It's just, it's never fun, but beautiful golf. Hole. It, it is. I, I think the last time I played there, I put it right into the trees, right off of the tee box to the left. <laughs> I put it right in there and I'm like, I don't want to drop because I'm already freaking far. Right. And so I see it. I kind of like crawl my way in through the branches and stuff and I find it and I have to hit it underneath my legs. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough, I hit it. It goes like freaking like five feet. I'm barely out of the stuff. And I'm like, damn, I should have just took an unplayable lie, you know, (laughs) but everyone always says, Oh, just stay inside of what is it? That, that tower, right. Or whatever that light tower. Mm -hmm. That's something they say, Oh, you see the tower stay inside, right inside of that. But uh, you're right. 18 is, is a super tough hole, but it's gorgeous because it's got the clubhouse in the background. It's yeah. got that creek to the right. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. Way better than Jeremiah's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like fairway, 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 man. What about fairways? What about fairways? Fairways? <laughs> do, do you like fairways? Yeah, Jeremiah, is that what you're saying? No, well, that's the only time I can get in the fairway when there's another <laughs> on the left or right. <laughs> Dude, okay, Jeremy. So, so Jeremiah and I played in this uh, two-man event, right? This two-man <laughs> event this past week for a cash game. Uh, <laughs> we were at Starkey there in Seguin, and it was uh, six, six, six. The first six holes were best uh, were scramble. The mm-hmm. second six were best ball, and then the last six were alternate shot. And it was a nice. hundred, it was a hundred man buy-in. And then we had like three side bets. Right. <laughs> so the, the payouts, the, and it was full. There was like, what, there was like 40 dudes, right, Jeremiah? Yeah. I, I can see Jeremy smiling because he's seen us golf before. So. <laughs> but the, the deal was, is that you had to be at least a combined 18 handicap, right. Or over. And oh, we were well, well over. Oh yeah. We were well over. <laughs> we we're, we're asking, it was like, I was like, we're like 20-something together. I was like, can we get some bumps? Can we get a couple of pops on some of the holes? 
And the dudes in our group, the dudes in our group ended up winning it all. They won it all with a plus two. And uh, I don't, I don't think, you know what? They were cool dudes. They were good guys, but I don't think they did anything like just like out of the ordinary, you know, like they didn't shoot like a, a great game. And, but the thing is, I think they were super right. Jeremiah, they were super consistent. Yeah. Super consistent. They, they made birdies or pars when they counted. So that was it. You know? Uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of out of body experiences. <laughs> I I had a good one like two forty par five. Then I asked Andy, "What happened?" <laughs> I don't I don't know what happened. <laughs> he he blacked out, and next thing yeah, you know, I blacked out for about a minute. You next know? thing you know, he was like he was real close to me, and I said, "Dude, you need to you need to either need to get closer, or you need to back up." You know. <laughs> so Jeremy, uh, and speaking about two man teams, I know you and Odie uh, played in one of the golf fellowships. Uh, Two man teams that they had it. I think y'all played. Uh, y'all played the, the canyons, right? Yeah, canyons. Y'all played the canyons. Well, and I know yeah. y'all. Fin- I know y'all finished second. Yeah. Well, it's the course. Which one do they have the Texas Open on? Is it the Is it the Oaks or the Canyons? Oaks. Yeah. And then we played canyons. We yeah, played, played the, canyons. the other one. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that was a, a great experience, man, and it was a fun round. Um, you know. Uh, Odie really came in clutch a lot, you know, cause, uh, it's, you know, it's best ball, you know, you play your own ball and basically yeah, you, you it's the best score. Yeah. And, uh, the third hole we played, <clears throat> it's a uh, par three. I, I think we started on 12. So 14 in that ballpark, uh, you know, par three, big bunker in the front and on the right that has a, I don't know, probably a four foot lip, five foot lip on it. And, uh, and I told Odie, I said, well, I know where I don't want to be. And that's that bunker. I went right in the bunker, you know? And, uh, Odie goes, bro, I've been feeling my seven iron. This is going to be money. And I'm like, get at it, man. And, uh, he wasn't lying, dude. I mean, he probably stuck it to 18 inches. I mean, just beautiful high draw ball landed, hop, stop, you know, and uh, he didn't even get closest to the pin on that. Somebody got it closer than 18 inches. And I was like, oh, but yeah, uh, I remember it, it was my buddy. I think it was Robert Powell. Was that the name? Right. Was that I, uh, I remember you saying so no, no, because Robert Powell is who y'all were going up against. Right. Robert. Powell and yeah, White. I think Robert and Sarah were the ones that we yeah. lost to in the uh, in the playoff. Yeah, I think I think he told me another guy's name, and yeah, I think like I said, it was it was legit. The dude's the dude's pretty. Oh yeah, no, I I believe it because I believe you. But that's why I texted you and I was like, hey, do you know (laughs) this guy? Because there's no way anybody really got it closer unless they had a hell of a good shot. And you were like, nah, man, he's an honest dude. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, like I I was a little booty hurt there for a minute. I really was until you confirmed that he's legit. Well, like I said, I mean, when I see him, I'm going to ask him about it. I'm going to put the, put some heat on him. So if y'all would have so saw my name on there, would you think it was legit or? Uh, dude, I would have even called the congressman talking about how bad you're lying. <laughs> so, t- so tell me, I, I know y'all scored really well because Jeremiah and I played at the previous one or in the Oaks. And uh, what I like about it is that they do take – your handicaps into consideration and for that like jeremiah i'm not saying i'm a better golfer than jeremiah even though i do constantly take his money all the time and uh but he had he got like more pops on certain holes or you know when i didn't get pops and uh you know i guess by when the round was over we didn't realize like how close we were you know to uh, to being oh. up there Dude, we were the same way. Like literally Odie, myself, then the two dudes that we were playing with, and they were just great people, man. Like, I mean, we we got lucky with the pairing. They were just good people. I mean, we were parked down by the pro shop. I mean, literally packing up our bag and we were talking about going to the bar and having a few drinks. We didn't think we were in it at all. And then uh, what's his name? Carrie. Carrie. Yeah, he he shoots me a text and he's like, Hey, y'all are up on this playoff. There's like six teams involved. I was like, what? 
So I started looking and Odie, Odie had made two birdies, uh, gross birdies, you know, and, uh, I had shot one over. So we were one under combined right there with the group, you know? So next thing you know, we're, you know, there's seven teams teeing off on number one's tee box for a playoff hole. So how did it, so I know y'all took second. So break break down how y'all were able to. I know because I know you played one, and then I know you went to two, but it didn't go any further than two. No. Uh, and man, God, I love Odie to pieces, man. Uh, and number two, I'll get to the hole number two here in a second. But on the first playoff, it was funny because we pull up, and you know I'm just a short little tattooed up leprechaun, man. And, hey, dude, uh, you're taller than me, man. So I'm like, I thought uh, Odie said, I said, Odie, I thought you said this guy was tiny, man. This dude's like, I mean, you tower over me. <laughs> yeah, half an inch. <laughs> but hey, but it's it's a big inch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll save comments on that one for a later time, Andy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, and it's funny because then they're looking at Odie, right? And, you know, Odie's just a big grizzly bear, you know, and, uh, Man, we were the last group to tee off, and I get up there, and I mean, I absolutely just roped it, man. And I, I kind of pulled the dick move, not trying to. Whenever I hit it, I lost the ball. I couldn't see it, but I knew it was going straight, and I knew I had roped it. So I just bent down, grabbed my tee, and walked to the back of the box. Badass. And, uh, and badass. Carried, well, no, I mean, like, I was kind of playing it like I was, but my eyesight's just not there. That's all there yeah. was to it. And Kerry walks up to me and he goes, you know, you're pin high about two feet off the green, right? And I said, nope, didn't, I never saw the ball, Kerry. You know, and he goes, yeah, dude, like you're, you're 20 yards in front of everybody. And I was like, cool. I, yeah, I hit it good. And, you know, Odie gets up there and he has his Mo Norman set up and these guys are just kind of looking at him all goofy and bam, he's 15 yards, you know, in front of the green. I think me and one other person outdrove it. That's it. You know, and they were all like, what the hell is going on here? So I almost made the eagle chip. Uh, I got a little aggressive and put it about six feet past the hole. And I uh, just made a good putt coming back and made the birdie. And that's whenever Sarah and um, uh, what's Robert. your friend's name? Yeah, Robert. Uh, she made her birdie. So we advanced to the next hole. We were the only two that birdied it. And I get up there and, uh, you know, uh, I felt I felt really bad because I get up there and during the actual tournament, I hit my ball way out of bounds off to the left. And of course I get up and I'm like, okay, don't go left. I went left. You know. You need to use some reverse psychology with you. Man, I know. Like, you know, and uh <laughs> tell me about it, man. And so Odie just looked at me. He's like, I got this. And I said, fuck yeah. You know, heck yeah, man. He gets up there, just ropes a drive just off the fairway on the left, but he's up against a stump. He's this far away from a stump of a tree that had been cut down. Mm. And, uh, and Odie goes, man, how do I play this? And I said, brother, don't mess up your club, aim it out to the right, and, you know, just try to make contact. And, uh, whenever he did, the ball shot out to the right, hit a rock, and then kicked back about 15 feet down on the left. But now he had a decent line. And, uh, you know, and I had to drop right at the entry of the fairway. That was the rule that they had. And uh, I smoked a three-wood. So I'm, I'm sitting I'm, – I'm laying three at about 115, 120 yards out. And uh, – Odie gets up there, pulls out his five wood, and he goes, low hook, this ball's going to run a mile. And he did a low hook, and there's a sand trap on the right that kind of looks like a ramp that goes in and it, you know, yeah. has a big lip. Comes up with the, yeah, with the lip. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, he did it. It was a low hook. That ball was moving a 1,000 miles an hour. And I was like, oh, that's going to get in that bunker. Darn it. Come on, ball, go. Dude, it hit that. It went like this went up that ramp and the ball just took off. I think he was laying 40 yards out from the green man chipped up. He chipped up to about three feet, four feet. And, you know, he would have made his car. 
But uh, Sarah drained about a 20-footer for birdie and won the hole. She's a, she's a stud, man. She is, man. I mean, I think out there, her drive, you know, the two drives that I saw her hit were at least 270, 275. And, I mean, her short game was just awesome. You know, it, it was it was incredible to watch, man. She's good. And you, and you saw that she won a Symmetra Tour event, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> You know, and that's why, and you know, Odie and I, like, we, you know, we were talking about it a few days later, I guess, after we found out who she was, and both of us said, I don't mind losing to her. You know, like, I'm okay nah, with that. No, no, no. She's kicked a bunch of asses and taken, taken a lot of names. Oh, yeah. Now, now being in those pressure situations, uh, Jeremiah and I, we played uh, in September, back in September, we played in, what was it called, the Cowboy Roundup? Cowboy or, Classic, yeah. Yeah, the Cowboy Classic. There in Bandera, the Flynell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first day, he tells me, he says, "Hey, man, don't play so so good, you know, because then they might keep us in this division. But if we just play okay, they'll move us down one, you know." You sandbagging, we're, you sandbaggers. We're, we're in the first flight, and I told him, I said, "I said, bro, I, I don't know how to turn it on and off." I said, I just don't, I don't know how to do those type of things. And like Jeremiah said earlier about out-of-body experiences, I had just got the Maverick and he gave me a hazardous smoke shaft. And dude, I was piping him. I was piping him like crazy, dude. And I had a whole out-of-body experience like the whole day driving the ball. And I think I left, I left my game out there that first day. <laughs> yeah, you, you were driving that ball well. You know, uh, yeah, I got some memories about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, Jeremy, like I had never seen Jeremiah played the way he played that day. Like those two days. I'd never seen him play like that. And then we lost yeah. by two strokes. We lost by, we lost oh. out of the money by, by two strokes. Yeah. Like by two strokes. And like, I let's put it this way. Like after the tournament is over, we're like, damn, we can't wait till next year. You know? Well, that's awesome, man. You know, like that, that keeps you wanting to come back for more, obviously, you know, but turning it on, turning it off and leaving it out on the course always sucks whenever you're like, oh man, yeah, I'm ready for tomorrow. We got this. And then you get up there and you just can't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah. That, that was pretty I, much me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know exactly how it feels. You know, driving yeah. back home. <laughs> that's why that's why that's why i'm glad we made a stop at dairy queen no, you know yeah, he, he needed he needed a dip he needed a dip cone to, to calm him down <laughs> he got that ice cream okay i'm fine now yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like dip cone. he's like all right daddy's good daddy's good yeah. <laughs> well the thing is is being in those uh pressure type situations uh i that's one thing when i started this podcast that I ventured more, I ventured into more playing more, you know, side cash games, money games, skins, matches, um, you know, not, not huge money, but just where you have a little, little skin in the game to where, you know, Hey, uh, you know, not to where your kids ain't going to college or anything like that, but, uh, uh just, hey man, where, cheap, yeah, if you're as cheap as me, if I'm playing for a dollar, I'm, I'm pushing. <laughs> well, shoot, man, you know, like, so, so you get, you get these different feels than when you're just, playing like a four bros round and nothing's on the line. Right. And that whole day, that whole weekend, Jeremiah and I, we just, we just kept scratching, clawing and fighting like all day just to like stay par. And the one good thing is, is that he would have a bad hole. I'd be, a, I'd have a decent hole and vice versa. Like we would, we would really pick each other up because the one cool thing about that tournament was, is that uh, I've heard it called several things. I don't know if it's a shamble or a Florida scramble to where you both drive, you take the better of the drives and you, you play your ball out from there. And so um, we really, we really picked each other up that whole tournament. And I think that's what he said. I mean, and I even say it, I, he didn't play to the best of his ability as we've seen Jeremiah play. But the thing is, is that, that didn't stop him from competing. That didn't stop him from grinding it out. And I'm, and I'm sure, you know, in golf, in the golf game, that, that term grinding it out means so much to, it means, means a lot to everybody in the game, you know? And that's one thing that I give Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I give you so much credit because uh, like, 
like we grinded it out, man. Like we, we fought, we left it all out there and, but he made a damn good caddy though. I'm going to tell you that much. He made a good caddy because my read, my reads on the greens, like these greens, some of the greens were freaking flush, but I'd say about 14 of the damn greens, they were burnt. They were yeah. spray painted. So, so they were running fast, not because of the grass, but because there was no grass. Yeah, no grass. <laughs> You're putting on the carpet, basically. Yeah, man, and shoot, yeah. and, and and Jeremiah, man, he he like he read some damn good greens, dude. And I'm just like, and it came down to where we were on hole, what was it, hole nine or hole ten, right? Hole ten. Yeah, hole ten. No, is it one? It's one. The par five. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a par five. Jeremy, have you played the flying L before? No. Okay, no, it's, it, it. it's very similar. It reminds me of a lot of, of uh, Buckhorn and uh, Valor Creek. Like it's, you know, hey, hill country type, wide open type <laughs> course, right? Well, it's a par five. And shoot, man, I, I text my family because we stayed out there that weekend too. And I text my family to come out because it's by our little cabins that we're staying in. And so my wife and my oldest daughter are out there like hanging on the fence watching me, right? And uh, and Jeremiah's like, I guess my family don't love me because they're not out there. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, look, man, I don't want, I don't want to be uh, picking at some old scabs over here, you know? Yeah. So so we're driving up, right? I'm thinking my family's gonna be there. I'm like, man, I hope I don't fuck up this hole. They're gonna. See me. <laughs> my son's gonna be like, damn, my dad sucks. Or my, or my wife's gonna be like. This guy plays this much golf and he sucks. Like, I'm doing something else. Hey. So they don't even come. And then Andy goes and he's like, all the pressure's on me. My family's looking at me. All right. And so I'm putting for birdie. I mean, I have like a five-footer. It's like, I, I think it's I think it's like a left, or Jeremiah says it's a left to rider, probably breaking about four inches. And I said, no, nah, I think it's a little bit more straight, a little bit more straight. Well, shoot, I put it, you know, Jeremiah goes, okay, bro, you know, hey, hey, put it, put what you see. Well, shoot, I put it, I missed it low. I mean, I, and sure enough, I said, hey, bro, I'm sorry, man. I, I missed it in front of my wife, in front of my kid. And I said, you know what? Like, they were like, oh, come on, babe. And I'm just like, daddy, daddy lets you down. You know, daddy lets y'all down. <laughs> and so but, after, after that hole, I was like, hey, bro. I'm sorry. I'm never doubting you. All right. Like whatever. If you say it's this way, I believe you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I I highly recommend that tournament because I was telling Andy, I mean, even though I didn't play good or, you know, we didn't win, it was like the best experience because not the every time you can go play, you can take your family with you, your kids, your wife, and they're having a blast, you know, while you're playing a, a tournament, meet them at the swimming pool. And, you know, it was like the best feeling they had, you know, you know how it is, you know, you can't, you go play golf and your wife or your kids are like, damn, daddy's gone again or something like that. But yeah. like, it, daddy's it gone good, for an man. eight hour round. Yeah. But it was like the best weekend ever. Like the kids had a blast. My wife had a blast. It, it was a good tournament, man. That's awesome. Oh uh, yeah, I did it, and I'm and I'm sure you know. You know, we we have we we have you know some young kids right here. Look, look what Jason put. Jeremiah is a hell of a putter. Yeah, yeah but hey, hey, Jason, he would be better if he had a Tommy Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he has, a Tommy Cameron? Uh, long long story behind that. I'll let him tell you. One okay. Day. Uh, hey. All right. That's what I want to hear. And <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, it was an awesome experience. And you know what? Putting yourself in those pressure type situations, those are things that, uh, those are feels that you can't normally get when, you know, when you're just kind of goofing off or just playing a, a round for, for shits and giggles. And so that's kind of like, you know, I know y'all guys, y'all are like, I know some of y'all, you know, you did some crazy things when y'all served in the military and, you know, y'all did your time. And I'm sure golf for y'all, like these little pressure situations are like nothing for you, but it's a different type of pressure. It It is. And to be honest with you, in my opinion, it's not even really comparable. You know, I mean, just because, you know, how different everything is. Uh, you know, the pressure situations, I've always dealt real well with them. And that's just from, you know, playing golf as a junior with my grandfather, you know, the man that raised me, the man that put me into the game. And, uh, 
you know, I remember we were, I grew up out at Northcliffe, Northcliffe Country Club. I mean, John Clay all the way to John Wilcox and then so on and so forth. And, um, and <laughs> thanks, Jason. <laughs> so, and I remember one time where I said, I don't understand how people freak out on the golf course. You know, I was probably 11 or 12, you know, I'm just this cocky kid out there. And, uh, he was, what do you mean? And I said, how do people miss two foot putts under pressure? Like, I just don't get it. You know, what is, you know, how is there so much pressure that you can't make a putt? So he actually threw a ball down four feet away and he goes, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you make this. And I said, what? And he said, a thousand dollars. And I got up there and I think I missed it by, I don't know, a foot. I mean, it was just terrible. And he goes, don't talk shit unless you know what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> no, hey, that that's pressure right there. That that oh, he, yeah. he instantly he instantly put the pressure on your ass right there. Yeah, and then you know, and so I started kind of working on you know the pressure plays when I needed to do. And uh, hole eighteen. Have you ever played Northcliffe, Andy? Yes, uh, I, I marshaled out there, dude. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So love you too, uh, bro. I'm waiting for a stogie from you, man. Waiting for a stogie for you. Uh, so you know, it, well, it turned into number nine, but it used to be eighteen. Um, you know, the one where the yeah, greens yeah. right off the back of the putting. Yeah, yeah, the greens right back off of the clubhouse, and it's got that little rock rock wall mm-hmm. that slight slight elevation. Yeah. So I got my first lob wedge. I think I was nine, maybe 10. And, uh, I was right up against that rock wall, you know? And I mean, I was probably chipping for par birdie or yeah, either birdie or par from back then, you know, it'd take me three shots to get it up there at least. And, uh, I looked over at my grandfather and then my uncle Russ. And I said, Hey, if I, if I hold this flop shot out, like Phil Mickelson, you got to give me 50 bucks. And my grandfather goes, I'll give you a hundred dollars. If you just shut up and hit the ball, <laughs> I hold it out. And, so, uh, so, yeah. so did, did you parlay that into like 150 or what did you? No, no. Those cheap bastards never paid me, man. <laughs> you, you, know, took it, I, you took it to the grave, right? You took it to the grave. Well, it was funny. Cause yeah, I mean, my uncle Russ, I, I, I've never heard my uncle Russ say a bad word. He's never cussed or anything. And whenever, and I couldn't see the ball land on the green. I just knew I hit the shot I wanted. And he looked over at my grandfather and goes, you're fucking shitting me. Right. And I was like, what? and I said, did it go in? And Papa just walked off the green, never said a word. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting but, to have, I'm waiting to have some of those stories. I don't have any of those stories yet. My stories end in heartbreak, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, man, I've been playing, you know, Northcliffe God, I've been going out there ever since I could walk. You know, I mean, my grandfather would take me out with him with the MGA would play out there Saturday mornings, you know, uh, then, you know, Jack Mitchell, if you marshal. Oh, there. yeah, man. Hey, hey, dude, he, he was he was the marshal Nazi, man. He was tough out there. The dude was dude, tough. But it's funny because before he was a marshal, he was the one that old bulldog Tommy, the old marshal, was always yelling at. You know. I mean, those uh, in the good old days. And Jack Mitchell, he always, in his golf cart, he had a picture of a female golfer bending down to pick up the uh, to pick the ball up out of the hole and her skirt rised up. <laughs> and that was mounted in his golf cart. Because well, he, had, he had all these kinds of shit all over. It was like, it was like a, an old, uh, 1960s, 1970s bathroom, you know, like, yeah. like it, had, it had all this little decor. He had like the beads, like the little beads that go on the seat, you know, that go like on a car seat. Seashells everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. And yeah. It just like, I remember he picked up his car, his, his seats and he had all his balls and like, uh, like some cigars and lighters and stuff right there. And I was like, damn, this dude's a G. Oh yeah, uh, now it's a it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame what happened to Northcliffe because I, I marshaled out there, and I, I like to think that's at one of the times where my game was at its best. Then I played would play eighteen holes, twenty seven holes, thirty six. Um, I would just stay out there and play all day because my wife told me at the time we just had our first child, and she said, "Hey, golf is an expensive habit. You need to try to afford it." And I was like, 
shoot, like it's almost cheaper to do drugs. You know what I mean? And, uh, and uh, golf is an expensive sport. And so that was the one way I knew how to do it. And, and it was awesome. It was an awesome experience. I think at that time I worked there, it was like uh, 2008, 2009. Uh, they had an awesome uh, superintendent. That course was looking awesome. And then when, and then when I went back, like several years back, it was looking bad. And, and I felt bad for Dave Roberts, who is a friend of mine. I interviewed his son on one of the last podcasts uh, because he put his heart and soul into that thing. And a lot of guys gave him a bunch of shit for it. And because I'm like, hey, you know, you're only the golf pro. Yeah, I mean, you can only you can only do so much, you know. Yeah, I mean, it. You know, it's not his funding that's going into it. Yeah, you know, he's not right. out there the one flipping on sprinklers and having to deal with the city permits for water and so on and so forth. You know, um, and it, that that's kind of where I feel sorry for pros because they catch a lot of shit for stuff that's way out of their hands. Now, Jeremiah, I know. Uh, Jeremy saying Northcliffe is one of the courses he grew up on. That's one of the courses that I kind of honed my game in. Uh, as you were growing up, and I know your your older brother uh, was a big part of you getting into the game of golf. What was one of the courses that that you were able to play as you came come up came up? Was that a Flying L or yeah, another uh, course? Flying L, and there was this other one I forgot what it was called, uh, but Willie Nelson used to own it, and it was in Bandera, but. It was this one course that we used to play it. There was two courses in Bandera, but mostly Flying L. And, uh, you know, he took his time to try to show me and stuff because me growing up in, in high school it, or in high school was football, baseball. And I looked at golf like, yeah, that's an old man sport. I don't, I don't want to play <laughs> golf, man, you know. And so I focused more on baseball and football and stuff like that and played golf now and then. But once I got you know, older and stuff and football and baseball was gone, then kind of got, you know, that next competitive thing was golf. Like, okay, okay, they're betting for money, you know, you know, or that first feeling you get when you get in a tournament and everybody's looking at you like, oh, shit, you know. <laughs> but uh, after that, you know, I, I, I love that competitiveness and, got my brother to show me some tips and stuff like that. And he's still showing me tips because after that flying nail tournament, he was, you know, giving I, me I, I, I posted some of those pictures, man. I was like, it, I was like, man, I was like, this guy, your brother is like, it's all in the hips. It's yeah. all in the hips. Yeah. And he taught his son, his son can, uh, can ball and stuff too. And uh, you seen him at Utopia, a 14 year old, day day. all of us. And it's day like, day. Oh shit. Yeah. Day day, man. Yeah, it is Jer uh, Jeremy, I don't I, have you ever played with uh, his brother before? Nah. Hey, no. No. His, his his brother is a solid golfer and then his nephew Day Day, man. He's this guy's a freaking stud, man. He like he's he's just a stud. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, he's 14 and then like he's a bull rider. Uh he's the he was the, he's the starting running back as a freshman at high school. Like this dude's <laughs> on another level. I'm like Man, but uh, he's going out. They'll both be at the Buckhorn tournament, so I'll introduce you to them, Jeremy. They're they're nice. they're really good people, man. Oh, I bet, man. Yeah, man. You know, and, and that's one thing about the game of golf. Uh, like Jason, Jason saying right now, am I the stogie guy? And I'm like, well, shoot, man. I'm like, you brought out the first time I met him. He brought out all the tools, and he's over there cutting, has a different type of cutters and lighters. And I'm like, oh, this guy's a cigar what is it aficionado over here <laughs> I'm like, so. no, he, he's also jason the bicycle guy now is he really is he the bicycle guy yeah, yeah dude he just bought like a 14 year old like a a huffy bicycle meant for a 14 year old that way he can try to impress the girls down at uh McAllister park oh man i i have one i'll go riding with you jason i'll go riding with you it's a dino series it's awesome i do some tricks yeah <laughs> No, just wait for it. You'll you'll see a comment. No, he, he just bought a really awesome mountain bike, and he's getting some exercise, in, and he's doing good with it. All right, guys, as we talk about this uh, competitive itch, uh, you know, I, I said in the, in the description, Jeremy, you're the top dog uh, of the group here. Now, uh, you've passed your PATs, your, your what is it, your, uh, per, what, I'm sorry, what do PATs stand for? 
player ability test. Okay, there you go. Player ability <laughs> test. And um, I know you uh, attempted to qualify for the Houston Open last year. <clears throat> so um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that qualifying experience? Oh, man. So, you know, uh, Odie and I went out to uh, – it was being held at a Comanche Trace set in Kerrville. Odie and I went out for our practice round. And I, I think I shot four under, man. I mean, I was just, I was on fire, dialed in. And uh, even whenever Odie does give you the wrong yardage and you overshoot a green by 30 yards. Um, uh, no, it, I, did, I did hear that when we were at Olympia. I heard that. I heard that. Oh, story. yeah. So, uh, and, and I had it dialed in. Uh, we were out of GCP the day before the, uh, the qualifier. And I was just, I had it dialed in, man. I was on fire, landing the ball where I wanted to, working it left to right, right to left. Um, I get out there, and the first hole, I, I smoked the three. And it was funny because I was playing as, you know, as an amateur at the time. And, uh, you know, the two guys we got paired with, one of them was just, one of them was a stud, dude. You know, he played for Florida. He was already in Q school. Uh, he had dropped out to pursue other stuff, but I mean, he just six foot two built like a brick house, man, and just launched a golf ball a mile. The other guy, I think he had played on the tour like 10 years ago and you know, they see me and they're like, Oh great. We're paired with this guy. Right. Well, I get up there and I probably smoked my three wood, maybe 290, 295. And I was about 10 yards past both of them hit a wedge up and I don't know if you've ever been out there at Comanche trace, but every green is three tiered. And, no uh, Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, huge. We're talking anywhere. Some of them are four feet. Some of them are like eight feet drops, man. And, uh, I hit a beautiful second shot, sucked it back down off the top tier onto the second tier, lift out a birdie putt made bar. Next hole. Smoked another three wood right down the pipe, ended up a little short in the bunker, hit a perfect bunker shot at the top because it was a three-tiered. Ball checked up right by the hole and then sucked all the way back up. Man, I was 20 feet off the front of the green. So I, I got a double, and I'm like, okay, cool. The double, I can make that up, right? Next hole's a par three. Put it to about 15 feet. Two putt made my par. I'm coming on to a par five, which I had eagled in the practice round. And I went driver six iron into it. And I was like, okay, this is where I get the, this is where I get those strokes back. And I mean, you've seen me, I hit a high draw. I'm a lefty. So, you know, a high ball that comes back, starts left, comes back, right. You know, that's just how I like to play it. I hard, that's my miss. My miss is to the right, man. I hit this ball so far left. It hit one of the houses out of bounds. Oh. So I got, I got pissed off. I'm hitting number three off the tee, and I'm like, I can still make par. And, uh, and Odie will verify this. My next drive was 340 yards. I mean, just absolute bomb. Man. And I'm like, okay, cool. Pull the six iron in. It didn't draw back. It, I ended up in the bunker on the left. And, uh, I shanked like three of them into the trap and then I scold one across and then I mm. scold one back over the green. Then I chunked another chip and uh, I ended up two feet out for an 11 and uh, I missed that. So I made it four on that hole. And then from there it just, and I withdrew after the first, after the front nine. Wow. Yeah, it was no, no, no. I take that back. I withdrew on hole number 11. I played number 10. And, uh, cause at this point I'm like, well, Hey, I don't get to play this golf course cause it's private. So I might as well just have fun now. Right. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and that, that was a selfish thought process because, you know, number 10, I ended up draining like a 60 foot putt to save my par. And then the next one, I hit one out in the hazard drop, hit another one in the water. And I looked over at Odie and I said, man, I got to be ruining these guys round. And it's not right for me to do that. You know? And he was like, yeah, I wasn't going to tell you to throw in the towel, but I think we need to throw in the towel. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so as are you looking to, to try to qualify again? Yeah. Um, you know, after 
whenever things kind of go back to normal and, you know, it's so more of an option because honestly for me to ever compete at a high level like that, the only way I could ever do it is to go through a Monday morning qualifier or uh, something like that. You know, I don't, I don't have the time and with the family to go to, you know, try to go to Q, Q school, corn Ferry, anything like that. I just, I don't have that option at the moment. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing Jeremiah and I were talking about. I said, I said, man, uh, said Jeremy is by far one of the best players I've seen. I said, one thing I do want to see Jeremy, and I'm hoping to see it one of these days. I want to see you in the zone. I want to see you like, I, I know I'm probably not going to see that against, you know, playing against us fuckers, you know, yeah. that, that we can't freaking hold a candle to you, but that's one thing I want to see. I'm dying to see, I'm dying to see you like in a, in a, in a, like a decent sized cash game where there, where there's some stakes and something's on the line, you know, and I want to see you like, I want to see you at your best. That that's what's what I'm that's what I'm waiting to see for. Well, Jer- Jeremiah caught a real good glimpse of it two or three weeks ago out at Buckhorn. Uh, I was, I'm not going to say I was in the zone because I was still chit chatting and hanging out and drinking some beer with the boys, but I shot a 65. Yeah, and he was, uh, you know, eating popcorn, you know, off my belly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was some damn good popcorn. <laughs> Did you have some hair? Did you have to pick out some hairs, Jeremy, or what? I, I don't pick them out, dude. It doesn't gross me out. They just go down with the popcorn, bro. It's flavor, right? Extra flavor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they said like head and shoulders or Irish springs. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Jeremy was on the zone, man. He was making, I think he made two eagles. I don't know how many birdies, you know. And you could see the glimpse where he was, you know, focused. But it wasn't helping that I was, you know, shit ass drunk, <laughs> fucking up his game and shit. But um, but um, yeah, when, he, he, he was. In when are you not though, Jeremiah? When are you not though? Well, that's my superpower. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, and I will give this to Jeremiah. One thing that uh, you know the army's done for both of us uh, is given us a borderline immunity to alcohol. As what I, what I mean by that is um, there's no happy median. It's either we can drink 12 and be fine or we can drink 12 and you end up like Jeremiah on the golf course. <laughs> a really cool ass dude. So I guess they, that's a plus for some people. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. All right, all right, guys. One of the comments, uh, four bros. What is that? Uh, well, well, like we stated earlier in the show, uh, four bros is a, is a group that uh, that one of our our buddies Odie started. He's pretty much the ringleader. Uh, it's kind of a breakup of uh, Dude Where's My Par Texas chapter. And uh, tell me, guys, uh, are y'all big fans of that uh, Dude Where's My Par? Uh, I I have fun with it, man. I I really do. Um, I like seeing all the roastings. You know, I, I don't partake in a lot of it. Um, you know, but it, it's a pretty cool group. Uh, you know, I think what Andrew's done, uh, is genius. I mean, you know, he, he took a group just a startup and now they have a hundred thousand members. Man. That's true. You know? he, 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 he's got like, uh, he's made a, a little militia, uh, you know, oh, yeah. out of it, yeah. but nation, but nation and nation. And then, and now like, I know they're in different countries. Oh, oh, some, some are different countries. Yeah. Yeah. I think 70,000 of the hundred thousand are here in the U S but there's approximately 30,000 members that aren't in the U S you know, that are UK, uh, you know, and then you got Chaga Chaga is in Africa. And I mean, I love watching his posts, man. He's awesome. He's (laughs) hilarious. And I love it. He's like, you know, today I'm wearing my tiger red, you know, it's Sunday tomorrow. I'm dressed (laughs) like Phil. Like, hell yeah, Chaga, get it. And see, and that's the, that's the thing. I think one thing for me is uh, I've learned a lot from the roast that I've seen on there. Oh, yeah. I'm like, and you know it, but but Jeremy, you stand out though, man. Like, hey, you're. I think I think God gave you a gift outside of golf. You know, like He's giving the you the gift of gab. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like <laughs> you're you're real damn clever out there. You're real clever. You stand out. You stand out more than the thousands of comments out there. Well, I'll take that as a compliment, man. Oh, it is. That. Jeremiah, that's his superpower. Yeah, that is his superpower. <laughs> all right, guys, getting into something a little bit lighter that I ask all my guests on the show. Uh, favorite golf movie out there? Jeremiah, go for it. Uh, 
I'm gonna have to say Tim Cup. I like Tim Cup because uh, he. It's not like you like romance movies and yeah, I like flick. the romance, the love, you know, <laughs> the passion, the, the desire, passion. <laughs> and Rene Russo is pretty. You know, hot. you got You got to finish strong, like I told Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Like on Saturday, I make I make a good shot, and I'm like, like before I fucked up, then I make a good shot on a, that part. There's a part three, like two fifteen or something like that. Nobody, I, I hear you. Shut up. That's right. That's right, Jason. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, no, yeah, uh, ten cup. You know, uh, that's one of my favorite because you know it, it got drunk, you know, had a good time. Seven seven iron. Like, you know, if I fuck up, I'm going to either fuck it. I'm going to get my handicap high. <laughs> if it's going to go, let's go. Come on, man. So, right. I'll tell you what. Jeremy. That one of the, well, what Jeremiah just said, that makes him one of the hardest guys to play against in some of these tournaments because he'll play in some of these leagues and just do terrible, piss-poor performance out there. His handicap's like an 18. And then the next time you go out there, he's like, yeah, bro, I shot a 76. I'm like, oh, that's an awesome 54, fucker. Like, way to be that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, it, it varies. You know, I can shoot you a 100. <laughs> On a good day, I'll shoot you an 80. It depends, you know, what mood I, or what, what I'm waking up or you're, you're how, very, how many diapers I'm changing. In the morning. <laughs> you're, very, you're very diverse in the game of golf. Yes. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, favorite golf movie? Man, ah. Uh, it, it is a tie for me between Caddyshack, I grew up watching it, and then Happy Gilmore. Um, you know, as most guys that play with me know, during our fun rounds, on number 18, I always hit two off the tee. One of them's a regular shot, one of them's a Happy Gilmore. You know, the second one. And I don't ever play the Happy Gilmore, it's just for fun. But, I mean, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan. I love Happy Gilmore, you know. And... You know, Shooter McGavin is one of the best golfers to ever play the game. So, you know, it's fun to watch. Hey, man, he's pretty tough, man. You know, and he's he's real tough. He's real tough out there. <laughs> he, he eats pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. <laughs> no, man. And, you know, it's funny because, um, like, whenever Matthew Wolf came out on tour, right, and he got his first win. After that first win, people were saying, hey, you're going to see other tour players like Phil Mickelson off in the woods practicing the Matthew Wolf swing, just like Shooter McGavin did with Happy Gilmore, man. <laughs> and that about, I died hearing those, man. God. Well, trying to do the math, the Matthew Wolf swing, you know, how he has his little startup. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I messed up crazy. And then, you know, after trying to mess with it a while, I'm like, you know what? I can see... I can see why why his golf coach didn't want to mess with it, you know. And I'm just like, yeah. you know, everyone has their little their little their little quirks and you know their little um, things that they sure. do to get their swing going. And so uh, I'd say that was a good coach. At first, I'm like, you know what? It's like, hey, like all these coaches wanted to change it, and then the one that he's still with is like, nah, we're, we're not going to change it, you know? Yeah, and dude, and I'll tell you what, man, he is sneaky long. Like watching him play. Um, what was it? It was him, Rory. Oh, they played in Ricky. Seminole. They, they played in, in Seminole, that charity event. Yeah, that charity event. And, you know, they did the longest drive out there. And I think he won it 375, 376 yards. Um, whoa. Like, I didn't realize the kid could hit the ball that far, man. He is sneaky long. Well, a lot of people say that about you, Jeremy, that you're sneaky long. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, one of the last things. One of the last things. <laughs> they said I'm sneaky wide. That's what they really say about me. I'm yeah, yeah. Wide. I was just about to make the same joke, but I didn't think it was the correct platform. But I was wrong. <laughs> All right, this this is the platform. All right, guys. One of the last things I ask everybody on the show: uh, Who are you playing your final round of golf with? Who's your final for? Who's your last foursome? Ooh. Who do you think, Damn. Jeremiah? Me, it will be my brother for one, my other good buddy, his name's James Kirk, and he introduced me to the game as well. Uh, Odie, because, you know, I need the, the beer, you know. And the, 
<laughs> and then I'm going to say, you know, Arnold Palmer. The so drink or the say. golfer? Uh, both. The, both. Both. Bring the, bring the drinks, Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Man, uh, you know, it would have to be long girth. Jeez. <laughs> long girth. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, these little pop-ups are fun, man. Uh, it, it's I'm, I'm, You know what? I just started using this new uh, streaming service, and it's really cool. It's uh, StreamYard, and it's really neat. And you know what? It, it's given me the capability to to not have to be on site, especially in this COVID, this COVID times. Yeah. It, it's made it to where, hey, man, we could just be with a click away, you know? It made it happen tonight for us. Oh, yeah. No, I, I like it. Um, it would have to be my pops. You know, he introduced me to the game, obviously, as the kid raised me. Um, and then, you know, my uncle. And if we're going to throw out, you know, uh, it would have to be Phil. You know, Phil Mickelson for two reasons. A, I'm a right-handed lefty. He's the right-handed lefty. Mm. And we both like to talk a lot of shit. I just counted. I think I had a fivesome. Hey, there's, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the fivesomes. I, I can't remember what guest it was that did it on there. Four He's like, <laughs> four, four threesomes. <laughs> hey, I'd say that's a good life. That's a that's a damn good round right there. Yeah. I remember one of the first, one of the guests uh, I had on there and he said, I'm going to have a fivesome. And I'm like this. Well, shit. I, nothing is OB, so I guess I hey, I guess a fivesome. But then from that point on, everyone, oh, mine's gonna be a fivesome, mine's gonna be a fivesome. And so I can't remember who did that first, but I'm like, man, you're the one that you're the one that that you know gave everybody the damn idea for a fivesome, you know. So, sorry, Odie, you're out. I mean, Arnold's in, man. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you need a you need a bear winch too, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. Well, hey, man, I appreciate y'all being on the show, guys. Uh, I know we didn't we didn't tap in a little bit into who each of y'all were personally. Uh, but, uh, Jeremy, if you just want to let everybody know just a little bit about your personal life before we uh, get off tonight. No, no, I'm just playing, man. Uh, dude, come on, man. You got a beautiful fan, man. Man, uh, you know, I'm a I'm happily married. I don't know if my wife's happily married, but I'm a happily <laughs> married man, you know, father of two. I have a two-year-old, a seven-year-old, you know, just uh, busy. You know, I work in the school food industry. I'm a regional manager for a company that produces, delivers uh, fresh food every day to different schools throughout the state. And, you know, it's basically all family and golf, man. That's just who I am. That and and hot rods. I'm a hot rod guy. Uh, you know, unfortunately, being married to my wife, I don't have a hot rod anymore. Um, <laughs> no, hey, man, whenever I met my wife, I had two crotch rockets, two Mustangs, and a pickup truck. And now I have gone. Dude, now I have a pickup truck, a golf cart, and a zero-turn lawnmower. No, hey. no she has a pickup truck. <laughs> She's got the pickup truck. <laughs> no, hey, no, no, she don't want my truck. You saw the, you saw her new 4Runner, right? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, no, she don't care about my truck. Mm-mm. No, all right, and dude, I haven't even been able to drive that damn thing. All right, Jeremiah, tell everybody just a little bit about yourself. Uh, I like long walks on the beach, uh, candlelight. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. No, uh, no, I got. I'm married. Got a beautiful wife. Uh, got three kids. Believe it or not, I got a 25 year old, a three year old, and a one year old. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> oh, oh, trust me. I think everybody on here believes it. <laughs> Those, but, those are uh, the only kids that you know about, though, right? That's yeah, true. I think there might be some in Korea, Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably got beat. They, they came out looking like. <laughs> but I'm laughing because I believe you. You know, I'm laughing yeah. because, because I, think, I think you're telling you're being truthful without being trying to be truthful. No, but uh, yeah, I uh, I work uh, still, you know in the military, but for the Air Force now as a civilian, uh, training, you know, uh, the PJ Special Forces and trauma and stuff like that. But uh, also golf and, you know, family is family first, golf and then work and then, you know, 
But uh, that's pretty much it. You know, a lot of people think I don't have a job because, <laughs> but I do. Hey, well, I'm glad you came on the show and you said you have a job. So you know what? This is all public record. So now you just. <laughs> You've just really let everybody know that you actually do work. Yeah, I actually do have a job. Yeah, I know they think it's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, hey, man, I can't wait till we can get another uh, four bros uh, golf outing. I know Jeremiah, like Jason said, I missed I missed your birthday, but uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping to make it up to you. All right. I'm hoping to make it up to you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that was a good time at the Buckhorn. It was, there was one for the, for the books at least. Oh yeah. But uh, that was a great time. It's going to be a great time this weekend, but you're going to Houston. So I, it's going to be another one. It's good. It's going to be a great time. I mean, I'm luckily enough. I'm going to be playing with one of my buddies, uh, Feek and my buddy, Eric out there. Uh, we're playing a, a, a Fazio course. It's called a Carlton woods out there. And apparently I looked it up. It's pretty legit. And then I'm playing at a, a private golf course called uh, Blackhawk. And so I'm pretty psyched. I'm like, you know what? They, they wouldn't let guys like me in there. And luckily enough, I got some guys that are close, close to being like me that are members. And so, you know, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna have to take me back in through the, through the employee entrance. But I'm going to still get in there. Sneak you onto the course. Um, before we uh, yeah. go, I, I want to thank my sponsors, Nothing But OB and Four Nothing Bros. But, nothing But OB. <laughs> well, thank you, man. It's, but, only, it's only back here. There you go. But they're oh. not. I'm still waiting for my checks, though. So, you know. Oh, there it is. Just keep it on you, dude. Just keep it on you, man. <laughs> Heck no, dude. I can't wear this Yankees crap. Just keep it with you, though. Just keep it with you, man. Uh, hey, I pulled it out of the closet and put it over here and already forgot about it, okay? Like, I'm looking at it right in front of me. There you go. Look, right there. See? Carlton Woods is fire right there. It's fire. Well, good. I'm glad they got me on. Well, hey, guys. Uh, thank you all so much for being on the show, guys. I appreciate it. I love you all, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. Now, if you're interested here in the San Antonio area and you're looking for a good golf group that you want to join... You must be battle tested. Hit me up and we'll see if we can get you a tryout with the Four Bros Golf Group. Now, don't forget, folks, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Nothing is OB, South Texas Golf Podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Uh, That's how it helps me grow the podcast. Don't forget, check out www.nothingobgolf.com. Remember, in the game of life, nothing is OB.